right. You consented. I consented. It says that you're recording the call. Yes, I am. Well, Great. It feels nice. I'm here. I got my beverages. Nice. What, what beverages? Um, I got into Spindrift. Uh, Spindrift? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. What is Spindrift. It, it's it's a seltzer. It. Long story short, it's like a seltzer that's supposed to be better for you than every other flavored water out there. Um, it's supposed to have lower lead, and people really like it. I, I, and it's it, okay. it's not bad. It tastes so. Um, actually has fruit juice in it. Well, that's good. I like I like fruit juice. I do. Like so it's a juice. seltzer. What's what would you call? Like a LaCroix. I can't stand LaCroix, but what would you call it? Seltzer. Seltzer water. You would call that seltzer. Okay, nobody ever calls it that, but yeah. They they call it by its brand name, LaCroix. A LaCroix. Right. Is seltzer, do you, you maybe you know, I don't know this, but is seltzer um, trademarked? I don't think it is. It shouldn't be. But it could be one of is it one of those things that's like tissues, mm. like a, a Kleenex? I just said I said tissues. I, I meant tissues. Kleenex. I mean Kleenex. I mean uh, or, what's or another? Nintendo in the early yeah 90s. exactly or the, the old video game Nintendo you got there. It's a Sega dad. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Seltzers like the I you can go to a store and you can see seltzer branded all over various. Uh, products and brands yeah so i i think it's not like kleenex or um uh, what's another one aluminum what's the aluminum foil brand tin foil yes tin foil yeah but yeah this spindrift is it's a seltzer but they call it a sparkling water right Sparkling water is what they like to say. You're right. Yeah, that's what they like to say. Sparkling yeah. water, whereas I'm just like bubbly water with fruit juice. Is there a difference between seltzer water and tonic water? Tonic water, yes. Tonic water, I want to say more more minerals. I even dare say that some are sweet. Okay. Is maybe tonic water gives you superpowers? I I, I don't know. Um, originally used as a prophylactic prophylactic against malaria. Ah. Um, so yeah, okay. it's consumed for its distinctive bitter flavor and used in mixed drinks, particularly uh, in gin and tonic. Are you on Wikipedia right now? I am Wikipedia, Wikipedia-ing <laughs> this really quickly. I was curious because there's tonic water and then there's another club soda, which that one I believe is sweetened. Right. Now, club soda, that sounds to me like a trademark but i could be wrong i think I guess that's where we, it could be just one of those maybe not big branded like i i'm i'm on to i'm on to big club soda i'm on to you <laughs> i wonder why it's called club soda i always think about these things like the etymology etymology yeah not the, entomology the, right one's the study of of insects and, and the, the other, other is, is uh, the study of what what makes what what words language yeah like where where do you think we came up with club soda i wonder if it's because here's my theory they used to drink it at the country clubs 
I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Um, uh, also, like, it's soda water, it's right. salty, it's bitter, it's... I don't know. I, I, I yeah. really don't know what the difference is with Seltzer and Club Soda. Um, yeah. Hold on. I got this here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Club Soda is, is a water that's been injected with both carbon dioxide and added with minerals. Uh, these minerals give the drink a salty taste, helping to enhance the flavor of the the water. Ah, so so I, I again like it's, uh, like it, it's very confusing. <laughs> the, the this market that we're in of flavored waters, there's madness and needs it needs to stop. I agree. Uh, so how are you doing? I'm good. I, I think I think that should be the in, intro to the show, but I <laughs> it should I should intro you as well. I like to just get it going because a lot of times Jeremy and I just have like really good conversation, and then we're like, okay, let's start the show, and I'm like, no, let's that's the show. So, but, no, um, but now we can do a proper introduction. Yes, right? we can. Uh, do your do- name is Joe Lopes, Joseph Lopes. How do you want to go? I'm going to go Joseph. I'm going to go Joe. Joe's good. Joe. Joe, Joe Lopes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're my friend. Yes. Yes. I am your I'm your friend. I will even call you a bestie. I would call you a bestie, too. I can't oh. call you the bestie. Because I know. You would I get know. very upset and sad. And so and Poppy the same. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. sure. She, very. She's outside the door right now. Very. Bogey's right next to me, and he see? would get very upset too. He, exactly. See, Jeremy and Bogey, you can't do that. Can't do that to them. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Jeremy is for our, our listeners who don't, who might not, who might be wondering. Jeremy is um, kind of busy. It's summer vacation, so he's got the girls this yeah. week. And then next week, he's going on trips with them. Um, I think they're doing kind of a staycation kind of thing. I forget. He told me. I can't remember. He's going to get <laughs> mad at me. But <laughs> You'll recall. You'll recall after we record. <laughs> I guarantee it. They're doing a whole bunch of vacation-y things together next week. So next week yeah. won't work. So we're going to we, – I wanted to get something recorded. Um and I figured, who better to record with than who better? My old bud, Joe. Hey, hey, Dan, so, I'm happy to be here. How are you? Tell tell everybody about yourself. Tell tell uh, <laughs> tell people tell, how tell we the world. know each other or something. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll start. Uh, Daniel and I, uh, neighbors, uh, went to the went to the same school. Uh, grew up uh, literally. We could throw rocks at each other's houses. His house was uh, my backyard. Right in, yeah, basically in your backyard. Like <laughs> right you could literally run run through your backyard and just like leap into my yard. You'd get a lot of prickers. You, and, and You would be in a lot of pain because there's also a, the way, a, a but, significant yeah. drop. Like yeah, it, there's like a couple foot embankment. You would we would have to take care of you after that. And Do you remember when I fell in the pricker bush in your yard? I, how long ago was that? Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, I remember my mom saying Daniel stuck 
in the pricker bush. Don't go out back. They're trying to get him out. You're just going to make it worse. <laughs> I was stuck. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We're buried in there. And, I know. And, and I'm just like, well, what should I do? And mom's just like, stay inside. You're, you're going to make it worse. <laughs> I, I was going to, like, my contribution was like, well, we got things downstairs and I could go back. I could go with an axe and, like, chop up some of those briars. Um, that's when I, I was told to just, stay inside. I just remembered I cried like a baby. Well, I mean, those, I was what, those like briars hurt. Yeah, you were young. You were. I was like, like eight years old, maybe. Yeah, younger. and I was I was maybe ten, ten ish, yeah. maybe maybe nine ish, and that literally my contribution was, well, we have a weed whacker, and that's. <laughs> It's a nice God, that would not have been good. No, that wouldn't have been good. This is why my <laughs> like at, at times like you ha- like I love my wife because it's just like here's my idea and she's basically my editor and goes mm-hmm mm-hmm how about not that do you have any other tools? Yeah, yeah, my wife's the same way. Yeah, that's like I got a sawzall. I mean, you know, does does he need his skin? Like I know <laughs> those briars hurt. Like and the thing is, those briars are back there still. And they do hurt. Like driving by on a tractor, like it tears my skin open. Those briars are relentless. I've been afraid of pricker bushes ever since that happened. Like deathly afraid. That's like one of my biggest phobias is pricker bushes. It's it's not (laughs) because of that. Trying to get out of it is it's basically like falling into a pit of barbed wire. Yeah, and like trying to get up, you're trying to like press down on it to get and up, it's but pushing in more and hurting you and right. tearing your skin up. And you know, I, I watch pro wrestling and I I equate like when I saw you stuck in the briars. There's a pro wrestling match where wrestler I want I don't know if it was Sabu. Uh, gets stuck in like a bunch of barbed wire and uh it reminds me of when i saw you stuck in that uh yeah yeah it just same thing like agony on your face like you know whatever we were kids and like that stuff sucks that's just that would just be terrible that'd be awful that would be just as bad if not that would be worse it would be worse Need a tetanus uh, shot after that. Yeah, you need a tetanus shot, a booster. Uh, you don't know where, like, the barbed wire was, so you might have to go get tested. But I just remember your mom getting me out of there, and she brought me, like, a, a, a wet rag, like yep. a washcloth, and... I think it was I think it was white or light colored, maybe tan or something. It was. She had uh, She had tan and white colored <laughs> ones. And so and it was... After she was done with me, I saw it, and I just remember it was all red and bloody. And, you know, when you're a young kid like that, it doesn't matter how much it actually hurts. But if you bleed, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, like, you got a couple <laughs> cuts on your face, so you're bleeding a lot. Yeah, I remember the blood, like, coming down my face. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, good Lord. Uh, um, so you've taken care of your briars around your yard since then, and I commend you on that. <laughs> i i haven't touched them that's if that's if that's what it was that was my dad first uh, thing first thing i noticed when i came over to your house was that you didn't have any briars around so oh my house good. here oh yeah no, yes I, yes I, no, I no 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 and that's funny because i was just looking at pictures from uh, like you know how facebook shows you your, your memories and I, I saw i enjoyed looking at those so i saw pictures of me and quinn i was she threw me in the pool. I threw her in the pool. 
And, um, this was three years ago, four years ago. Um, but last year we got a new fence around the pool. And the year before that, I chopped down four big, not that big. They were like 20 feet max, um, pine trees in the back there and wrapped all around those pine trees and wrapped all around our old fence was this vine and it wasn't a prickly vine but it was it was a grapevine actually and the grapes were gross you couldn't actually eat them so Ugh, we grapes they were not grapes i wanted to eat i guess you could have maybe you could have eaten them but honestly, ah. some, something always ate them before they even grew. So nothing yeah. ever grew on that vine. So it just enveloped the fence. And then the trees were growing into the pool area and looked like crap. So I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad I got rid of those anyway. My point was too. my pool area just is so much easier to maintain without those trees growing in on it now. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, now you have a little bit more room off to the side. You don't have to really worry about, uh, you know, the vine again overtaking everything. I have to. Well, the vine is still growing up. I, this I, vine we, is insane. These 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 grape vines, they're they're insane. They just keep growing. So I'm cutting them. I'm gonna cut it again because I got my family's coming over Sunday for it's my parents. My dad's birthday was at the end of July. My mom's birthday oh. is in like two weeks, so we're doing like a combined birthday thing for them. Oh, um, that's so, gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll be nice. So I'm having them over, but the pool is a mess because we've been gone for a week and yeah. a half. And enjoying Maine. your vacation, exactly. And then, and then um, before that, it was just raining like every other day. So the pool is just a disaster. So we got a lot of pool landscaping to do this uh is it just landscaping or are you gonna have to shock the living heck out of that pool i've been working on the chemicals and cleaning the pool so it's actually it i got i i tested it the other day it was it, the water's good the nice. water's very nice and good shape but it's like dirty it's got a lot of dirt and debris in it from all the rain and everything because rain and wind and leaves and well it's all surrounded by trees so everything that's on the trees the rain hits it and knocks it into the pool and just when it's rainy i don't really work on the pool i'm not going to be out there working on the pool in the rain so it just hasn't really and i don't like to i know that the robot my robot cleaner is waterproof but like the, the the power cord isn't I mean, it is like it is it, it, like seals so that yeah that you don't get water into it. But I don't know how much I can trust that, so I tend to try not to use it in the rain. So I couldn't run the robot during the rain. It's just been tough. So I'm spending all week just like running the robot, sweeping, uh, ch- you know, testing it, getting chemicals. I, I I had to turn the chlorine up a little bit, but otherwise it's pretty good. It needs a little bit of um, de de or whatever it's called. Metaller? Yeah, it's got. <laughs> it's, wait, wait, my water a has metaller metal. now. Oh, oh. So yeah, I right. have to metal remover. So, Softener, I mean, softener. 
Sure, softener. Yeah, yeah, that's what they call it. And uh, even though, like, that's what blows my mind about when I worked at Sears Hardware. Like, that's when I first got introduced to the concept of uh, water softeners. Mm-hmm. And like they're explaining it to me and I'm like, wait, you, so you're just, you're just taking the metals out of the water and like, that that's precisely it. Yeah. I'm like, why, why don't you just call it like a, wa- a water magnet or something like that? Getting the metals out of there. Magneto water thing. But uh, I, I digress because I, I, I never knew that you needed a water softener for your place, but, uh, oh, yeah. I, I like your water. Well, it's city water. So, you know, anytime I have to fill up the pool, but I haven't had to do that this year much at all because it's been so rainy, but the rain also has metal in it. That's right. You know, there's shit in our rain, (laughs) especially with the uh, fires that we've been dealing with lately or the entire country has been dealing with. But yeah. Oh, what a fun time to be alive. Yeah. But yeah, so. We're both Maine. homeowners. You're, Maine. We were talking about the house you grew up in. Oh, and God, what about right. the house that you live in now? That's the the house I grew up in. Uh, is the house that I live in now because I I, I I I moved on that decision. I made the we made the right call. We moved at the right time, and now I'm living in my childhood home. And you you've seen my, my you know we we talk. We're homeowners. We talk. Yeah. And you've seen my text to you, the the flooding stuff I deal with every now and then. Yeah. Um, the the various things I've pulled out of the ground. Uh, if if you had the superpower to fix one thing with your house right now, what would it be? Oh, easy. Windows. Really? Seal them all up. I, I would get every window replaced. Completely like, new windows throughout the house. I like that. Um, That'd be nice. Gosh, you there's other things, things, but that would—that's that's my number one priority. Same, which is mine, the basement. Like if I could yeah. seal that entire thing up and not have to deal with uh, water getting down there anymore, man, that would be fantastic. Ah, uh, my—I didn't know that you guys had that problem too. My parents had that problem. I, I think everybody on, on, on like where where we our, live, yeah, yeah, in in the the hill, the hills, yeah. the, the hills of Lebanon, um, yeah. like apparently everybody here has had that issue at one point or uh, still has the issue. Some neighbor um, that lived down the road uh, that lives down the road. Um, I was telling him what I was dealing with and he's just like, oh yeah, everybody's, everybody on this block, all their basements have issues except mine. He's told me about how much he paid to fix it. And yeah, I, I just basically said, <laughs> I wish I loved that basement that much. Uh huh. Right. My yeah. parents paid a lot. They, they took out, you know, a big home equity loan to fix their basement. Cause it was just awful. Lot. It was. Yeah, it's and, bad. But they, I mean, to the credit, like they 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 really fixed it. There's other yeah. things they need to fix in their house, but but it was great when they fixed that because they they put in a whole canal system, basically, you know, that that Get the water filtered all the water the house away from the house. Yep. Yes, that and that's part of like what um, I've been doing with my uncle, and knock on wood. 
um, the basement's been pretty dry the past couple of, uh, yeah, I'm knocking on my head right now. I'm good. Um, basement's been dry the past couple of rains. So I've been, yeah. I've been super happy about that. Uh, nice. Couldn't, couldn't be happier. But when we had a power outage the other day when it was downpouring, I'm just like, oh, the power's out. Oh, that kind of, and I'm just looking at the rain and I just, you know, just loud F bomb. Yeah. There, there's the basement. It's going to flood. Yeah. Knock on wood. It, uh, it held, it held tight. It, uh, I, I, uh, worked with my uncle to basically do, I think what your parents did and just like set up like some drains around the house, like just move the water down and away. I have to get gutters at some point. So that's right. Future homeowner project or purchase, whichever comes first. Yep. Well, isn't that so fun? It is. Oh yeah, another another thing I get to do that I have to pack in my schedule before uh, this month gets really chaotic. Uh, I have to fix my kitchen sink because it's leaking from behind the wall, which means a drain pipe somewhere is cracked. So I'm gonna figure that out on Thursday before I drive down to North Carolina. Yeah, so you're going to North Carolina. Are you gonna visit your brother and your dad? Heck yeah, it's gonna be That's a great cool. time. Originally Whereabouts we were, in North Carolina are they? Uh, Dirty Durham. In uh, in okay. the in the I, Triangle. Still don't know where that is. <laughs> uh, Ra- Raleigh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, okay. out near Epic's uh, Epic Mega Game Studios. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Out, out near Cary. Um, but yeah, um, originally like didn't think I was gonna be able to make it with work and everything, but um, I need I need I just need a vacation just to get away because i've just been going so hard lately and it's going to be nice to see my dad and my brother and his wife uh my cousin his wife and uh their new baby so i get to you know hang oh, hang out with a nice. baby maybe i hope nice. but wait if your not, brother's new baby no my cousin's. Co- cousin's baby yeah yeah my cousin um though i do get to hang out with mikey's fur babies and um yeah it's gonna be a nice a nice chill trip we're gonna barbecue uh do a couple things around the house hang out in uh down in durham uh and then sunday i convinced my entire family to go to a wrestling show with me no way yeah yeah okay they're 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 fun like that they're they're for those kind of things they also know that if they're like no i i don't want to go to the show i'll be like well that's cool i'm gonna uh go to the show so uh smell you guys later (laughs) Um, so what's the wrestling show? What, what um, it? it is Deadlock Pro Wrestling. Um, okay. DPW. Uh, they do a podcast, Deadlock Pro Wrestling podcast. I've been listening to it for a while. Pretty fun. But um, a lot of the talent that they have on here are just like the, the premier people from the indies and East Coast right now, okay. and as well as Japan. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing an old tag team i got to watch in tna and ring of honor were they in ring of honor anyways uh it's going to be a fun time and i expect my family to be completely lost in it while i'm just uh half in the bag yelling about (laughs) wrestling yeah yeah, you need to educate them i wish there was like a video game thing that i could bring my whole family to and just just like torture them with it that'd be great Oh, what I mean, kind of video game thing? Like, 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 a, like a, an arcade or a, a place? I don't know. That That's the thing. I don't. There is no equivalent. 
Uh, it's I, not I like mean, a, oh, come see all these video games. Or come, come to come to this uh, video game festival that we got. An expo, you could say. Well, I mean, I guess there is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yes. actually, there is, isn't there? There, there, but, well, there is, but you, I know what you mean. It's where it's same. just, it's not like it's a not show. It, it's not like uh, PAX or an E3 or you know where you can take the family and be like, this is the Nintendo booth. There are Nintendo games here, and then there'll be a person that explains them how to play the games, like that kind of that that kind of. No, I literally meant like like a, a show about video games. Like, <laughs> like, like a, I don't would you say a, a expo? No, not where you go and you play video games, where people are up on a stage, like, like a presentation video games, maybe or something. Okay. Okay. I get <laughs> this. I, I know what you're thinking play. of something along the lines of no. like, um, so Super live... Nintendo world, Super Nintendo world. Oh my God. It's with like. The video games live concerts, like those kind of things, like something. I get like- what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I know where we can go with this. So, all right, you get your get your uh, uh, your wallet out. I, I can talk to somebody who can get us the license to joust really cheap. Okay. And then we just have to find somebody to uh, to pay for the entire production where we can do a live movie musical huh. joust. Sure. It'll be like it'll it'll do for video games what um, Hamilton did for Alexander Hamilton. Perfect. Okay, this Perfect. is what I need. Yeah, that's what you, that's exactly what you yeah. need. Well, except we need to do like more, you know, modern games. I, I think Joust. Actually, no, a Joust play could be fun. <laughs> and the best part is you can get a bunch of puppeteers to be the ostriches that you ride on, so they can do weird stretchy things. I don't remember riding an ostrich and joust. They're supposed to be horses, right? Well, you can, if you hold the jump button, (laughs) their arms flap. Oh. (laughs) It's okay. Hey, joust. Okay. Yeah, they're they're ostriches. I remember an ostrich in uh, Donkey Kong Country. That was fun. Okay. We can also do a play for Donkey Kong Country. So here is so okay. this is where we start uh, pitching the multiverse. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Good. And, and we All get right. into play multiverses. So yeah. we'll, ha- we'll have yeah. the Joust and Williams games like Black Knight 2000. We'll have another like that'll tie into Joust. I don't know how we'll sure. do a, a, a pinball game, but as a play. Okay. All but, right. We got to workshop this. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could work. <laughs> I'm telling you, it could work. We get Nolan Bushnell on the phone. Ah, he'll 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 do he'll, anything for a he'll buck. He'll do anything for a buck. Seriously, probably um, get, you know from him. Speaking of shows about video games, we're gonna be at a show about video games in a couple an, of weeks. An expo, you could say. An expo. What uh, is yes? Expo. What is? What is it? It's, it's I'm going to sound world? really stupid right now. No, no, what no. Is it's Expo a, short for ex- uh, exhibition. Exhibition, right? Yeah, exhibition. Expo. It expo, does. That doesn't expo. really. It's, it, no, we're googling this. Hold on, exi- we're getting our third party in here. No, expo. that's. That, I'm sure that's what it's. Exposition. For. Exposition. Ex- exposition. Yeah, like the big E. Okay, that makes exposition. Sense. Yeah. Whew. What so, is wrong with me? I don't. For some reason that. Just couldn't compute in my brain. We're tired. So, it's humid again. It's I, I. I mean, I ate, so I got the groggy brains. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, we'll blame that. We'll say it's we'll, that. We'll say it's that. Yeah, we'll say it's that. It's not the spin drift I'm drinking. Um, is that alcoholic? Spin no, no, oh, okay. no. I'm I'm uh, doing a dry August actually. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Try. Good. You know, I, I we had that good party where uh, yeah. we we had fun, and then I got rid of all my sunny D's. And uh, yeah, then I said dry yeah. August. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Back to it. Retro World Expo. All right, retro. Yeah. Okay. August so twenty sixth and twenty seventh. You, you always you you've done what is third year now? You've you've done retro world. We went to the first one together. We did, and that was As, in uh, just like hanging out, like yeah. That that was in the Wallingford days, and that was yeah. That was back before they were in Hartford. Yeah, Hartford was 2017, so it would be like right. the 2015, 2016 we went to Wallingford, oh, I think. Crap, yeah, it's been that many of them. Wow. Uh-huh. That's wow. that's kind of where I'm at. And this uh, I do uh retro video game tournaments called the Retro Slam, or I just call it Retro Slam. It's just local multiplayer, low stakes, come and play some old video games custom fit into modern hardware i.e i got um like i have a i have a retro tink 2x and a retro tink 5x solely for being able to put old systems like the sega genesis on modern hardware and that's always been the theme of my tournament just like i I by modern hardware you mean modern television correct correct yeah, just I'm just modern HDMI. jumping it down for our our audience, you know, not um, oh. not myself. Okay, okay, I yes, no, no, I know what you're talking. You know yeah. that I know that you know what I'm talking about. Of course, I know what a retro <laughs> blob live it, it, in the blob, is. It, you put the dongles in it, it makes the hoochabagook yeah. on the TV go. Right. I know what that so, is. Uh, everybody, yeah. everybody who knows what knows knows. What that is. Absolutely, everybody knows. But the people who listen to this podcast might not know, so I, I have to I, pretend that I don't know. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so I'll 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 explain. So right. the biggest issue with old video games is getting them, uh, old video game systems and games is getting them to be uh, used on modern TVs. Right. And one of the things with the, uh, with Retro World is we we haul in a bunch of our own TVs. We haul in our own systems and CRT TVs are dying. They're becoming hard to source. And every year I have to RIP a few CRTs because, well, it just, they fail. It's well, the pixels die or, or just the, the chips. tubes are no good. Right. The, uh, inputs are broken. So I, I decided um, uh, two years ago to try uh, using RetroTink after uh guy uh, who will actually be at retro world expo retro uh rgb bob or retro bob rgb okay, yeah. yeah 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 um he's gonna be there and he he had a long video about the retro tank 2x pro and that's what sold me on it i started using it playing mario kart playing nba jam uh, on an hdmi tv and usually there's lag if you're on a old system on a new tv yes and and this it eliminated it, and I that's what I wanted for tournaments because a lot of people had that complaint. They were trying to play NBA Jam, and they're like, it doesn't work on this on this new TV button. I'm like, well, it is what it is. But it's also for my own uh, nefarious means of being able to play uh, old systems at home 
but yeah. mainly it's for the tournaments. But now, so okay, well, how much is it? How much is a retro tank? Because I have that problem upstairs, and I haven't like cared enough to really invest in anything to fix it. But so a retro tank, the one I started with is the retro tank 2x pro and that um basically scales the video uh that you're getting which is right um old 320 and it scales it up to 480 or it's 240 scales it up to 480 but it nice. puts it out to hdmi so you can play it on a tv flawlessly no issues right and so i up i also got a 5x which uh a 2x pro is 139 and a 5x is 325. Okay. Yeah. So that one's a little bit so more. So it's fun. an investment. It's an investment, but it's 1080p, and soon they're going to have a um, a newer version that supports 4k. But you know, I have all of these systems that I've been accumulating since we've known each other. Yeah. And I I, I don't see myself getting rid of them anytime soon. So I figure. Might as well, you know. I, I can't. I can't promise that my CRTs are always going to work, but I can, you know. I can at least uh, hook my old systems up to this uh, this dongle, this doohickey, and uh, enjoy myself or enjoy it with the company of other people. Nice. And it's and nice. it's a, and it's better than emulating. Like I I, I emulate. I love emulating. Um, I love emulation, but um, in the uh, couch i want to say couch tournament setting that is retro slam uh having hands on the original hardware is just it's it's just much better oh yeah yeah, yeah i emulate like so it's just not the same i i emulate some games on my laptop i got you know i got dolphin so yeah that's very exciting um I got oh, what other the PlayStation One I can't remember what it is, um, and it, it's CSX. Yes, yeah, that's it. Um, and it's fun to go back and play those games. Like the PlayStation One's not too bad because the PlayStation controllers really haven't changed much. But like going back and playing an N sixty four game on a PlayStation controller or an Xbox controller is like weird. It's, it is. It, it's it doesn't a, feel right. And I play a lot of uh, N64 games, and just some games translate well to the analog stick system, like the PlayStation layout, but other games, no. Absolutely yeah. not. But there are companies that are now stepping in to fill that void, like basically giving you a USB N64 controller. Right. Um. Or, yep. or a wireless one, uh, yep. if you will. But at the same time, you start going down the rabbit hole of playing a game and making it more accessible and making it more realistic. How much are you going to start? <clears throat> Excuse me. Spending because for me, it's a it's a weird gaming and gaming peripherals are such a weird rabbit hole for me. Well, like, yeah, there's so much. There is. There's so much, and I have I have so many. I bought an uh, okay. So for Retro World, I got it in my head. I'm like, hey, do you want what's really cheap right now? Xbox Xbox Connects, uh, Xbox Xbox One Connects. I got one oh. for I got one for ten dollars, 
And I'm like, wow. do you want, we we could we could do something with Retro Slam with this. We could set up a game and do set this, up, and um, then like uh, set a up, Dance Central or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then yeah. I started using it in the real world, like in my house, in not ideal lighting, uh, and yeah. then moving it around to ideal lighting, uh, and it 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 kind of worked. It worked better than the Xbox 360 version. Yeah, but doing that on the, I I know is what do you mm, think? I know what that show floor is like, and when yeah. you're gonna have like people walking by all the time, it might not be a good time. I don't know how well that's gonna do. Yeah. So, um, so that's where I put that on the shelf and go maybe next year. Yeah, you'd have to have it in like a corner where you can have a background like and put like a just like a wall behind the person, you know, behind the connect. Behind you know what I? I went to PAX one year, and they were demoing the Steel Battalion Connect, and I yeah. was able to – I used that on the show floor, like same kind of setup that we have. Okay. okay. And there were no issues, but yeah. could it have been like that's a demo version? That's true. I mean, that's true. I didn't I didn't do Steel Battalion. I, I know that PAX, though. Well, we were at the same PAX East. Yeah, multiple times probably. probably. I think I saw you at one of them. Um, one again, of them we definitely before we like reconnected. Yeah, it was probably like a quick hop. Like if we saw each other, either we waved or or what? Because I remember I... playing Child of Eden at that Pax East. Yeah, I remember this game. That is a Connect game. I remember that uh, booth being filled up. Um, yes, and Felicia it was. Felicia Day was there. Yep, yep, yep. Wait, were were we in the booth at the same time? No, I no. saw her around, but I don't think I saw her at, at Child of Eden, no. Or at the Connect booth. What do you think? Do you think it's worth it going to PAX East ever again? Um, PAX West is happening this weekend, and that's, like, big again. I don't know. Oh, yeah. People are, like, I I don't know. I think I think it'd still be fun. Because especially PAX now with, with E3 dying. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like something <laughs> needs to fill that void. I'm still chuckling about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that PAX East, or okay, so I don't know, but man, I have such good memories of PAX East. I do too. I I met Cliff Blazinski there. Yeah, and he was Are super you, nice. He is a very nice person. If you aren't weird, and he he's very nice. You know, cause like, Where did you meet him at PAX? So it was just on like an in a escalator. Booth? We were standing oh, right next shit. to each other on an escalator. <laughs> and we, we got to the bottom of the escalator. We started talking on the escalator. We got to the bottom of the escalator and just continued talking for five minutes or so. Ugh. It, was, it was lovely. He was yeah, just he, a nice person. Because cause growing up, he was always like this rock star video game developer. You know, he was like... He was like Ed Boon or John Romero, you know? Uh, he's Gears of War. Uh, just, right. He's the cog. He was the Gears of War guy, okay. the Unreal yeah. guy. Yeah, and, he was um, the Unreal guy. The, uh, um, Before that, the Jazz Jackrabbit guy. Right. And, and like, Cliffy B, you know? Mm-hmm. He was, he was always on G4 the covers TV. covers of magazines. Yeah, the covers of magazines and everything. So it was very exciting to meet him, and but also I I didn't know what he'd be like. Would he be like kind of a jerk and arrogant jerk? I mean, he's very rich, right? And yes, he must be a multi multi millionaire. Um, 
he and, said right and had that reputation as this Rockstar video game developer but I don't think he ever tried to like um well he totally tried to feed into it but I I don't know he also like has a reputation i think a lot of people think that he's a jerk and that's the thing like if you don't know then you're gonna think he's a jerk but he was he was very nice to me yeah but i again i don't know i just like i i met him very briefly um the e3 the first e3 i went to he popped into the um army of two 40th day booth and just popped in, gave a quick nod, yeah. watched the thing, and I, I just gave him the nod, and he just, just watching the uh, watching the thing really quick. He goes in, yeah. goes, what do you think? I'm just like, I like the first one. I'm really curious where they go with this. He waved, walked on out, but he was very nice, very approachable. Didn't didn't seem weird. That's very cool. Yeah, and it, it was a small moment. It, he he didn't have to ask me that question. He just Popped in, popped out. And that's what he did, like, a lot, was he just, um, I think he he just went to these things and, like, uh, liked to check out everything else that was on the show floor. And that's what he asked me, too, was, like, have you seen anything good? And I think I talked about Transistor from Supergiant. Mm, yes. That was, that was then. Um, oh, my God. I just re-downloaded Transistor on my PS5. It's... All their games are so good. All their games are so good. Here's the thing with uh, just real quick tangent side. Note, yeah. And we'll get back to Cliff. Uh, I always end up listening to the soundtracks before playing their games. Well, their soundtracks are almost probably better than the games, which blows my mind. But uh, like Bast- Bastion ingrained yep. in my mind. Hades what I love great. about Supergiant is they're they're bigger now, but like their first. Every game preceding Hades, and you can still sort of see it in Hades. Sorry, I got a mosquito buzzing around me. It's um, okay. You can still kind of see it in Hades, even though they're like a 40-person team now, as opposed to when they were making Bastion, they were like eight people. That's right, but eight. You can, the Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre, you can just see, it's, it's almost like video game... Video games are very seldom um, um, digestible like music is. Like, you listen to a song, you can hear the individual players, right? Mm -hmm. You can hear the bassist, you can hear the lead guitarist, you can hear the backup singers, you can hear the drummer, um, you can hear the rhythm guitar, whatever, right? Supergiant's games and a lot of other indie games, but Supergiant for me, just because I know all of them, like I've interviewed most of them, I've met most of them, um, so I just, and also I think a lot of them, that they're, they're well known, right? Um, yeah. Like Greg Kasavin was on GameSpot, and you know people just know him. But also the rest of them have become well known because their games are so good. But like their art director, you can just tell that that's her art gen. That's Gen Z's art. Like that's just her style, right? Yeah. It's such a distinct style. Um, the writing is very distinctly Greg, and 
the the gameplay design is very distinctly Amir. And and then the music, right? And the music and the voice acting, they use the same voice actors for all their games. Like it's you can just feel all the the personalities of all the people that that worked on it. And I love I love that about their games. Do I compare it to um I swear we talked about this, but we were talking about Beatles albums, and I feel like in when I was thinking about that, and we were talking about that, I was also thinking about video games, and I, like seeing the progression of Supergiant, um, like you see the evolution of what they are doing, yeah, and it, it just it, like. I, I can't wait for Hades too. I just want to see what they're doing next because yeah. it just it, it gets better. It gets so much better. Yeah. Um I've I've had the chance to meet Greg Sabin uh I want to say two times once just uh, where where was I? Maybe it was E3, but then mm. um at PAX. At PAX too, yeah. Yeah, got to meet him. Mm. That was a nice time. But yeah, looking forward to Hades too. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so we just I we need, obviously enjoy nerding out about video games. Um, yes, very much so. But yeah, so retro world. All right, mm. I wanted to talk to you. So what do you need me to do? Because I <laughs> am coming in new, and I've never done this before. You have. I'm coming to assist and yes. help out. What what can I do? Um, so I'm going to have you basically be with me. Um, I'm going to have you coordinate uh, a station. Okay. Um, just basically, I'll I'll tell you the rules before we do the games, and uh, probably a good idea to run down the list of games with you of what we got for this year. Well, I saw the schedule. I looked at yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't I didn't put the rules up this year because I'm just going to do that in person. As sure. people show up, yeah. Um, but basically, I'll just have you run a station, um, and you'll know you'll know when somebody's pulling something in Mario Kart. You'll know when somebody's trying to do some BS in Goldeneye, yeah. um, and you can flag me down, and that's when I bop them with the uh, the penalty stick, <laughs> and they'll have to put down the controller for sixty seconds. Okay. Um, okay. and basically like coordinating signups and stuff like that. It's, it's the great thing about retro slam is it's really low key. Yeah. We usually, we, you know, we have maybe like 20 filter, uh, 20 people to 40 people filter through the tournaments through the day. Um, it's real low key. The, some of the same people show up every year and hold up, hold up the big gold belt, <laughs> um, which I, I want to put more color on it, but I don't know if I have the time to before Retro World. I do appreciate how low-key it is. Like, it's just, come by, play if you yeah. want to, don't play. Play if you want watch. to, like, whatever, watch. I'm going to put no. some dumb games on. Um, right. Like, I, I, I don't, like, there's the professional tournaments that Jamie right. uh, Games Underground, he, he runs those, like. Right. You're making money from those. Me, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna get some dumb toys from somewhere, and I'm gonna give right. them to you as a prize. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's just how I roll. Yeah. Um, 
and it's fun to have people come out and it's fun to just uh change the rules every now and then and keep people on their toes okay but um yeah here's what are you next, going to do here's my next question yeah you always like you have your wrestling promoter character that you do <laughs> yes <laughs> But you do. Yeah. So what should I be? Should I dress up? Um, I'm going to give you a referee shirt. Oh, and Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're all set for that. This is perfect. You got it. Awesome. Yeah. Right. See? See? So, and and your rule, you're going to be a tough nuts referee like me. Okay. You're going to – you're not going to take any BS from anyone. You want everyone to have a good time. And yep. if uh, if it comes to fist start and throwing, baby, I got Blitzkrieg Pro on speed dial. You're not going to out-muscle us. <laughs> you ain't going to out-muscle anyone because Retro Slam's here and Retro Slam's for life. That's fantastic. Uh, thank you. No, that's a, a, it, it's going to be fun this year. Uh, we yeah. got – Got a lot of uh, uh, people coming out. We've got a lot of returning people coming back, and uh, it still blows my mind. We have uh, Retro World, uh, 26th and 27th of August, in Romantic Hartford, Connecticut. I I don't know if this is going to be for true yet, but I might end up at the SoCal Gaming Expo uh, doing a Retro Slam West, but uh, I have to figure that out. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, that, that's in April, though, so I got time. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll figure that one out. I got to talk with Chris, uh, my uh, my brother-in-law slash the runner of Retro World Expo. Wait, which, what? Oh, what? You didn't know Chris was my brother-in-law? No. So. No, I, I knew know. you knew him, but I didn't know he was your brother-in-law. <laughs> Here's the swerve, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, um, I, Chris, uh, Chris is the full disclosure. Chris is my brother-in-law. He is, he owns retro games plus he, uh, and his partners run retro right. world expo. Right. Um, I've known, I've gone to, I went to high school with Chris. He went to high school with us. Um, huh? Yeah. And okay. also his sister, Holly, went to high school with my brother Mike and they got married. Yeah. Yeah, there's the connection. Huh. Yeah, that that just I blew your mind. I just blew your mind. <laughs> Did you completely? Yeah, uh, well, the other thing is I've known Chris for such a long time and he opened up retro games plus uh, tw- when i did my first podcast back in 2012 um i was going down to westport connecticut and i heard hey there's a retro game store you should probably take a look at it and i went in and sure as hell what blew my mind is chris is behind the the register and it's like chris what the hell are you doing here chris crone turns yeah. to me goes joe the hell are you doing here i'm like i'm here to buy video games and maybe a 3do what the hell and he's like <laughs> oh i i own the store and I, I i was very taken aback and he 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 freaked out because he's like i didn't know you liked video games and i'm like 
have you never talked to any of my family members that like ever like i love video games he's like i love video <laughs> games i wish i knew that in high school we would have hung out more i'm like to be fair uh like when i was uh 13 chris was like 17 18 so just like wasn't gonna happen but after that like we kind of just started talking and bonding more and that's uh he got me to volunteer for uh retro worlds like that one time and i saw the free play area and i saw all these like tournament stickers on all these games and just like why why is no one running a tournament with this shit and that's one thing led to another and thus retro slam is born just awesome i did not know that yeah there you go that's the full the full creation of why i'm involved and uh, how i'm involved and uh, why i run retro slam I mean, yeah, 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 there, you know, he is family and, you know, this and that, but I've known Chris for such a long time. It just, it makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, great. I like that. You're so speechless. That, that really, um, put that, I'm writing that down. Made Daniel speechless. I, yep. I, Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I just didn't know that. I, I bought a 3DO from that man. Huh. Okay. It, That's it awesome. Was, and then three months later, I actually no, uh, a year later, I I traded it back to him because, oh man, that system's still garbage. Yeah. 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 It was. It was sad. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What else did we have to talk about? I had you on the show, and I was like, even though, you know, we're both gamers and and we connect over video games, I was like, we could talk about other things besides video games. <laughs> but then we just ended up talking about video games for most of the show. You so. want to talk about pro wrestling, brother? Yeah, t- tell me about pro wrestling. Okay, so I got a, I got a fun story. Um, okay. Been hitting a lot of sh- good shows lately. Um, I've been going to my, my faithful local Blitz Creek Pro. They ran a show in Enfield, Connecticut, um, at their normal, usual place, the Old Country Barn. But ownership is changing, and they're not sure if they'll run another show there. So, what's the Old Country Barn? It is a in Enfield, Connecticut. Uh, I worked in, up there for a long time. I don't know what that is. So, uh, have you ever heard of the Pierogi King? Pierogi King. The pierogi king, the king Pierogies of the self- as in the potato deliciousness. Yes, and okay. yes, and the self-proclaimed king of that. Um, and this barbecue place, like it's in like uh, the downtown brick building apartment area of Enfield, Connecticut. Like you, you, yeah, it, it's Is barbecue. Like, yeah, yeah, there's barbecue place. I mean, and it's pierogies? yeah, it, it would be about. In Enfield? Um, yeah, about five uh, five to eight minutes from the Enfield Square Mall. Fuck. Yeah, it's really good, too. I can't eat the pierogies because flour, but they make right. kielbasa. And, oh, man, that's some good kielbasa. Oh, and the kraut with it. Oh. oh, so they ran their last show there, but if they run another one there, I'll be sure to uh, flag you down because um, them pierogies, them rogies, you got to wow. have them. Also, yeah. it's just it's such a good venue. It's like uh, seeing seeing your favorite band uh, at a just a, a small music hall. Dive That's bar. right. Yeah. 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 It, it's just it's intimacy. And that to That's me, awesome. like 
I love going to big shows, but independent shows where it's, you know, 100 people, 50 people, whatever, getting to see uh, people perform at the top of their game and tell a story in the ring like that. I just lose myself in that and um, I just yell and holler and lose my stuff every time. Just I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I can't describe. You really get into it. and I love it. You, yeah, you do. It, it it's pulled me back. Wrestling has pulled me back from a lot of things, and and just like being able to shut that logical part of my brain off. Where right now I'm thinking, oh God, I got to fix the kitchen sink. If I go right. to a wrestling show, I don't think that. It's like going to a concert. I'm not thinking that for six hours. It used to be going to a movie. I'm not thinking about anything for three hours. Right. Now it's for me. It's like going to a wrestling show. Um, but yeah, I did blitz. We did me and Meg for my birthday. Did Blitzkrieg Pro. Yeah. Um, and then later on in the month, we went up to Hartford, Connecticut, to the XL Center, and caught AEW Collision. Oh, nice. Yes, it, it was very. It was it was actually a really good time. I was very surprised. Meg got us uh, front row seats on TV. So yeah. if you ever if you ever watched it on TV, you would see my smiling face looking back at you while the wrestler's standing in the ring. <laughs> nice. Um were you holding up like a video game sign? Do people so, do that at AEW oh, shows? Oh, they do. Like uh Final it, Fantasy Uh-huh. Three. Final Fantasy is uh better than right. um Xeno Gears. Right. Shit like that. So, um I love my wife so much, and there's a wrestler named CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Straight edge superstar, yada, yada, yada. Yes. Got, it was in some controversy a couple months ago because right. he, you know, he bad-mouthed the company that he's working for and uh, did a quote-unquote shoot interview in front of the CEO of the company. So, What company is that? AEW. All oh, okay. So he's with AEW, yeah. and he's, he's with not AEW. with WWE. Correct. He used to be with WWE. Right. Um, but then he not was anymore. really sick and left, and uh, yeah. they served him his papers on his wedding day, his his firing papers or termination papers, and <laughs> he he didn't step back into the world of wrestling. He's a like a people love him, but he's a lightning bolt of controversy. Yeah. I'm in that crowd of like people who who love what he's done. Yeah. Like if you if you look for a sign that says I paid to see CM Punk, you're going to see my face on it um <laughs> wearing a Batman shirt. Okay. So, um <laughs> one of the things they're doing in AEW is if there's certain signs that they find offensive or maybe uh the slogans offensive or uh, it's like a toxic trait on a wrestler like so-and-so sucks or uh, sure, you know, or there's something like CM Punk, you know, is terrible, blah, 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 blah. CM Punk is an idiot, whatever. Um, th- those ones that uh, tr- tr- like step on the quote unquote realness of uh, break uh, kayfabe. They tend to grab those out of the crowd and take them away or tell the people, throw that out or, you know, you're ejected. Yeah. They were checking signs at the door. So Meg and okay, I... Okay, I got to stop you there. Okay. <laughs> you got to stop me there? You used a word that the word? 
I have heard all the time, and it's one of those words that I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, that's that's that. kayfabe. Yeah, what the? That's a wrestling term. What the fuck does kayfabe mean? So kayfabe, you know that that illusion when I lose it and I'm just watching wrestling and I'm watching, two, you know, two people wrestle, sure. where they're putting on a show and they're wrestling. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know that man hit that man with a chair. And he's out one, two, three. Like, you know that that man's not really that hurt. Right. That's kayfabe. Breaking kayfabe. So if I if I have a live microphone and I'm in the wrestling ring and I say something uh, to to break the illusion that I'm a good that so and so is a good guy. Right. Breaking the illusion, breaking the, the suspension of disbelief. Yes. So, have you ever heard of the Montreal screw job? No. Okay. Is that it's a not, sex act? It, 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 it can be. Uh, it can <laughs> be, uh, especially if you're Bret Hart. Um, uh, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Montreal screw job. <laughs> um, that is where uh, what was supposed to happen in that match is that the the disgust. The disgust ending of that match is Brett wins, walks out holding the title, um, and lays it down. Uh, right. Vince McMahon fed a message to the referee when Shawn Michaels does this move, uh, call for the ring bell, and Shawn Michael will win. So they screwed over Brett, Brett Hart. Ah. So that's that's one bit of breaking kayfabe. There's that yeah. little secret brotherhood where you trust each other to not, you know, fuck each other right. over. But then there's another one where um, there's a big thing called the MSG curtain call. And what was happening is some of the larger wrestlers at the time, Diesel, uh, Razor Ramon. Uh, are going to WCW. Their contracts are done with the WWF. They're feuding with Triple H and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Um, and they both, they all wrestle. And the match is over. And basically what happened is you have good guys in wrestling and bad guys. And they go yeah, to... you have heels. Yeah, you have heels, you have faces. So... Um, Wait, what's the opposite of heel? Face. Baby face? Face face yeah you're a face you're a baby huh. face you're a good guy huh so and you heal you hear you hear the word heal all the time but you don't really hear, hear face very often that's right you don't hear baby face that often it's a good guy good baby face ba- looking looking like a real huh. baby face there okay all right so, you're you're really uh teaching me here so montreal screw uh montreal school screw job are going to the msg curtain call all the yeah. wrestlers are done Instead of making their way back, the good guys and the bad guys hug each other. And some people look at that as breaking kayfabe. They break the illusion. Yeah. Is that, does that I, make I, sense? I gotcha. No, no, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's a Montreal screw job. Yeah, yeah Montreal screw job. It's, okay. uh, it's where Vince McMahon... Uh, screws you out of the WWE or F title, uh, and then you spit on his face afterwards. Oh, can we all do that? 
Yeah, we can all do that. Oh, good. I mean, I I I think uh, everybody gets one on Vince Mac on Vinnie Mac. Good. I, He's a I scumbag, anyways. Yes, he is. Anyone who puts Donald Tr- J. Trump in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, slap to the face. Ah, oh, jeez. One of the worst Wait. stunners I've ever seen. Anyways, um, <laughs> so uh, where was I? We were talking about kayfabe. Yeah. We were talking about uh, CM Punk. Yeah, you were talking about okay. CM Punk. We were talking about signs that break the illusion that CM Punk is a good guy. Right. Because that's what the story is. The story in wrestling is that CM Punk is the good guy. Okay. So Meg and I were Man, sitting I completely on the- lost the plot there for a second. That's, this is where <laughs> this is where I can come in because I, I I can get this thread sewn back up real quick. I don't know. I think you were the one who unspooled the thread in the first place, and I had to like reel it back in. Yeah, that's right. That's what you do. Yeah. I'm like a fish on a line. You just got to reel me back in, and I got to yeah. take a break for a little bit, maybe <laughs> lay down, have another sip of water. Um. Okay. So CM Punk yeah. sign. Uh-huh. Yeah. My wife and I are sitting on the couch and we were talking about a sign. We were talking about another wrestler and we're like, so-and-so has donkey brains. And we're <laughs> laughing about it for a while. And then Meg just turns to me and she's just like, I'm going to make a CM Punk has donkey brains shirt, uh, uh, sign. <laughs> and immediately I'm just like, oh, this isn't good. She's, she's either going to have to get kicked out or throw the sign out. And we're in the front row, so this is gonna this is gonna be interesting. So, um, the production company uh, or the people on the floor filming, they're looking for these signs at all times. When there's a commercial break, the people in the ring, like the ring announcer, will be pointing out signs in the crowd, basically relaying this information back to the production team. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Meg brought the sign in. Uh, they were already checking signs at the door. No one gave a shit about her uh, her sign. CM Punk has donkey brains. Okay. Uh, which I'm just like, okay, all right. We made it past the front gate. I'm sure they're going to check it down in front. We get to our seats. Nobody's asking to show our signs. Meg's got a couple of signs, you know, protect trans kids, uh, nice. enjoy wrestling. And then the CM Punk has donkey brains. And she has that one set in the back. So I'm sitting here and I'm I'm just watching, uh, watching the show. And they're like, uh, coming up next, the CM Punk match. And Meg just turns to me, looks, drops everything, <laughs> grabs her sign, and hangs it over the side. And she's just sitting here, just you know, just like she did nothing wrong, just do 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 do. And meanwhile, I'm looking around and I I'm not looking for an immediate reaction. I'm looking for the production people because they have to basically find the sign and report it to the back to see if it's going to uh, be an issue if it's if it's going to be problematic yeah and so one of the camera guys is like looking around and he sees her sign points at her pulls the camera up zooms in on it walks on over to her zooms out and meg's just sitting there just smiling holding the sign and I'm just sitting there like, oh, they're going to ask to get rid of this. Oh, this and that. And he just I just see him touch his ear and go back over to the side. And Meg's just smiling the entire time, ear to ear. They didn't make you get rid of it. Oh, it gets better. Oh, <laughs> okay. So she's holding her sign. Out comes CM Punk. Everybody's going crazy. You have a 50% of the audience booing CM Punk. 
other 50% cheering. And in, in what's supposed to happen is CM Punk comes to the ring and gets interviewed uh, by Tony Schiavone, um, at, who's sitting in the ring with a, with a microphone. Um, we're camera side, which means if you're watching us on TV, where even you're looking at the ring, we're in your lower right-hand corner. So the production crew has to move Tony Schiavone around in the ring to get Meg's sign out of the sight of camera. Oh. So I'm watching the camera crew go nuts the entire time, try to not get Meg's sign in focus. And then finally, I'm looking on the tight, the big TV screen. It happens. They just they couldn't deal with it anymore, and they just left Meg sign there the entire time. So there's multiple shots of us on TV just staring down the camera, holding a CM Punk has donkey brain sign. <laughs> and it was worth it. It was it was worth it. That's great. She was very happy. She was very proud. The production team tried their best to cut around the sign, but it was it, it, they just couldn't do anything. It was great. So uh, make sure your signs are uh, uh, fun when you go to wrestling shows, kids, and they'll get on TV, including res- uh, video games, wrestling video games or wrestling uh, video game references. They like those, too. Wrestling video game references. Yeah. Uh, like, so like what kind of sign would you do? You would do uh, like. Uh, big cheese from No Mercy, where uh, you could unlock a uh, a piece of uh, uh, hardcore weapons, which was a block of big cheese. So you just print that cheese, put it on a sign, and Bob's your uncle. Also, gotcha. don't listen to me about wrestling signs. I, I'm terrible at them. I just want to sit down or stand <laughs> up and lose myself in the show. I don't need to hold a sign anymore. I don't want to hold a sign. I don't want to be behind your sign. If I'm behind your sign and I can't see anything, I'm going to yell at you. Uh, these are just things that I, I I do because I just want to watch the wrestling show. Hey, more yeah. power to you. Exactly. Thank you for enlightening me on, on wrestling. Cause any, any other wrestling terms I can I can clear up for you? <laughs> no. No. No, the big one was kayfabe. Yeah. You got to yeah. keep it. got protect the business, brother. You know, I listen to a lot of like giant bomb stuff and giant bomb adjacent podcasts. Oh, that's you know, shoot there. Next Lander and and Dan Reichert stuff and and <laughs> giant bomb. And uh and that's a shoot right there. That's the shoot, right? So, what is yep. shoot? Shoot? What? What is for shoot? Is that okay? Uh, that, that's, first that's of all, real. there's two questions okay. for you. So yeah, I don't even know. So, is for shoot a wrestling term that that Jan and Giant Bomb just started using? Uh, they've been using that for a long time. Like they, I know they, they incorporated. Wait, okay, was it a? But yes, um, the definition wrestling. is real, basically for shoot. Uh, but like, it started as a wrestling term. It's it's been a wrestling term for a long time. When you, you. Uh, yeah, it no no no. It's been a, it's been for a long time. It, it they just those jabronis over at Giant Bomb have been putting it in their vernacular, and they think they're cool because Dan Riker worked for the WWE. Jabronis is a fucking wrestling it, term too, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a term. Uh, if you uh, do you know the term jobber? Yeah. Okay, where you just job out. You just, you're doing your job. You just. 
lay on your back. Yeah, it, The Rock basically mispronounced Jobber and called it Jabroni. I believe that's <laughs> where that came from. It might it might be Pat Patterson who's just like, oh, those Jabronis out there. Hey. Okay. Um. So for shoot, for shoot. Yeah. For shoot, I'm I'm shooting uh, for shoot, brother. Right. That means for real, basically. For serious, like I'm. Yeah. Serious. For serious, yeah, I'm serious, yeah, because it, or otherwise it's a work, brother. And then okay. And here's work one is, for you. Yeah, go. I'm gonna be devastated if you tell me this, but is the word glizzies? Is Glizzy related to wrestling? No. Okay. It, okay, so Glizzy's <laughs> is just it's it's a street term kids made up for hot dog. For hot it's, dogs. it's a kid term. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yo, get them Glizzy's. Get them Glizzy's with the chi- chili on it. Get I them Glizzy's with the chili cheese. Get the chili <laughs> cheese Glizzy's. I appreciate having Jan on the bombcast because he keeps me young. Be, Yes, he's not even that young anymore, but he's he just knows the hip lingo that the kids are using. And I never would have heard the term glizzies if I didn't listen to the, to the bombcast. I, I would give more credit to Jan's significant other because she's a teacher and keeps oh, them, yeah, keeps sure, them aware of these pulling them in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Like, uh, I don't I don't work with the kids. I work with old men. That does not sound right. But I work with older people. That still doesn't sound right. Um, but like, I don't know the vernacular. And when people, when older people are using like, oh, snap on me in the year 2023, <laughs> what do I do? I It was funny because you sent me like this um, screenshot of um, you and I, <laughs> we Skyped before? I I think we did. I think we were talking about something. It was definitely when I was in the old apartment. Were we trying was, to start our own podcast I, thing? Maybe I think that's what it was, oh. or or we were trying to stream or do video games. Because I remember we did that. That's one what it was. We were trying yeah, to we stream. Did, yeah. No time like the present. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what pulled me on here. See, it all comes full circle. So the in in the screenshot you sent me, what did I say? I gotta look at it now. Um, but I just find it funny because there's something about being on Skype or or, or Discord or whatever that just brings out the obnoxiousness in uh, guys like me. Because um, and and you too. Yeah. Because uh, you're. You, you're, this is 2017. We were uh, in our 30s, well into our 30s by this point. Yeah, I'll allow it. So, uh, you you typed "What up, playa?" and then up, I player? wrote "Sup, homie slizzle." Home, home, home slizzle. Home slizzle. What is it about podcasting that makes us so stupid? What the fuck? Why would I say that? Why would you say that? We're not on the street. We're just a couple of white dudes. That's true. That's true. For me, like I was also watching SmackDown at the time. I mean, like, you're much Smackdown. cooler than I am. You so no, you get no, away but you it. can like home, like homes, home, home, home sizzle. sizzle, home, home slizzle. Yeah, that's that's fine. Home slice. That's 
we can use that. We can use that vernacular. But Jeremy not... and I do the same thing, Joe. Yes, it's fun. That's what people do. We do the same thing. It's like, oh, for shizzle. Oh, when oh, we're typing shizzle. to each other, we do that. I, what? Why do we do that? Why do guys do that? But guys do that. And maybe it's not just Skype and podcasting, but I think it, it's also just like texting. And you know what I think it is? I think we do it because we're uncomfortable with regular communication. So this is like our way of – you should ask your wife because she would know this shit. She's you know, she's smart and she has has, psychology. Has, has has the psychology brain i could ask her about right. that like why we why we do those things like you know why like i, I don't know if i'm such a, a good subject because i i i don't know i i've been talking to my wife you like just talk myself that way all the time. i just talk that way all the time because yeah. i i think what it comes down to i don't is i i know you don't but <laughs> i like but me like you've seen my our text threads it's just me unchained it's like the top of my domes popped off and (laughs) here you go here's everything both bad and good and i think for me it's i'm in such a professional environment all the time that i my i don't know if it's my personality my ego or just who i am i feel like it's being choked out and that's why i'm gonna hit you with a what up player like that's i think that's the same thing why you and jeremy do the same things too like it's just it's who we are at the core of us even though you might not say you're you're dropping what up home slice all the time like it's who you are at the core of yourself and not home slice home slizzle okay home slizzle i apologize yeah i apologize home slizzle i got i i got it i got it right because it's slizzle slizzle on the griddle slides down and then we get an egg mcmuffin <laughs> god i want an egg mcmuffin uh, is there any replacement that you can have for um do you want i found muffins? yeah do you want gluten-free bagels gluten-free bagels yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like they're hit or miss i also yep. found a, a very good gluten-free place um out in glastonbury i think Oh, nice. Uh, and that place has been bang on for me, so that that's we, good. We had a gluten-free fail tonight. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I'm, I thought it was fine, but I love my wife and my daughter, but they mm-hmm. uh, are picky. They're a lot pickier than I am when it comes to food. <laughs> Just going to fucking say it. Um, so, so... We're trying to eat more healthy, and okay, uh, we basically set like a deadline after vacation. You know, we were like, "All right, after vacation, we're gonna be healthier." And last night we had salad. And the night before that, we had salad. I grilled some chicken. Salads were delicious. No problem with salad. Tonight yeah. though, we had pesto, um, with pasta but it was chickpea pasta <laughs> so do you like chickpea, <sighs> chickpea pasta yeah that's <sighs> i'm gonna guess that's a no so uh i don't have like unless you have a serious like if you have a gluten sensitivity like 
Cry everything in the world. Banza, Banza chickpea pasta. Is yeah, that that's what, what it, was? it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I I would eat it if I had no other choice. Right. So, but <laughs> but like it doesn't replicate the texture and the taste of pasta. How it's that able was to the carry problem. The stuff up. It you put it in your mouth, and if you overcook it, it's sludge. If you undercook it, it tastes like you're biting into a bean. Yeah. Like. The, the pasta's much easier, cheaper, and dare I say better than any there's there's been one thing of gluten free pasta that I trust. Okay, what's and that? I'll, uh, uh it's like ancient harvest. I found it at Big Y. I will send I will send you the box. Okay. Uh but that's the only one that's been able to replicate the the mouth feel and, and the mouthfeel was the, the thing, right? Exactly. And I'm sitting there eating it, and I'm like, oh, you know, this isn't as good as it usually is, but I'm just going to eat it. Uh, I'm just going to eat it. put makes, more cheese on it. <laughs> right, exactly. My wife makes really good pesto, and it's usually just a favorite in this house. Mm. And, and Quinn will eat, like, a bowl and a half, and, and no problem. Hell yeah. But she barely touched hers tonight and i ate the whole thing and then i'm looking around at the table and i see both of them still have like a full bowl i'm like what what's up <laughs> quinn's like it didn't this pasta didn't really taste right and we didn't tell her right we just tried to slip it in there and uh Cole and i just gave each other a look and she's like she's like what what and <laughs> so we we fessed up and uh she was upset that we lied to her. We were like, we didn't lie to you. We just didn't tell you the whole truth. Um, I am revoking your parenting license right now, <laughs> both of you. What what you did, it like I'm the Geneva Convention. All right, I'm. An, I, I we have to set up tables with flags and figure <laughs> this out because a what the fuck and well, second, but, but, come on. We here's the thing. We when she was younger, we did chickpea pasta, and we did it with um with um red sauce, and did that was pretty good. Okay, okay, that see. was did, doable. Did you cook it more or how? Like so, there, I don't know. This was like undercooked tonight. I think it was it was very al dente, and the other thing was that I think with the pesto, the pesto just sort of got absorbed by the pasta and absorbed into it and so the flavors weren't there like it wasn't like it it lost its greasiness it, you know pesto has like a it's oily yeah and it, it the oil just got soaked into the chickpea pasta instead of sitting on the surface of the pasta right because the pasta is supposed to be a delivery mechanism for the pesto right and instead, yeah. it just absorbed it and masked the flavor of the pesto. It just didn't. It, it the the pesto flavor went away because that, it just got absorbed. Just like my anger for you guys for what y'all did <laughs> to quit. Like my anger's gone away because I actually I applaud y'all for trying it. Yeah. Um, like it it, it, it we were just it, trying. <laughs> I mean that's good. Uh, Ancient Harvest. And it okay. is available at Big Y. Like, that's right. the stuff I use if I'm feeling pasta. But, I, like, I've not found 
a good substitution for regular pasta in my life as a um, man who can no longer eat flour, drink beer, uh, drink regular beer. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same thing. It's the mouthfeel. Like, I can immediately tell if I'm going to like something or not. It's the moment it touches my tongue. And that pasta, that, uh... Yeah. Mouthfeel is definitely an important thing when I'm eating food. Yeah. I agree. The the experience, like, man, I... That pesto. Like, I would have eaten that pesto on probably... I just would have put it on like a gluten-free bagel at that point and just toasted mm. it up and threw some cheese on it. That actually sounds good with some that bacon. That does sound good. Yeah. Yeah, you can yep. get gluten-free bagels. The, the, that's a it's worth it. Trader Joe's has a very good everything gluten-free bagel. All right, here's here's my question because we did this a, almost every day on vacation um, because the she just had a toaster oven and it didn't toast things really the way that I wanted it to. So I ended up grilling mine and Coley's bagels every morning. Have oh, you my. Not, not grilling. Okay, grilling. You call it grilled just like you grill, call a grilled cheese a grilled cheese. You just oh, do it in so a frying you, pan. So you did it in a frying pan, yeah. Okay. I did, yeah, I okay. Bagel All right. frying pan. That's pretty Put good. Put a lot of butter in there. But I, mm-hmm. Jeremy is going to scoff at this because he hates this butter, but I use the um, – Butter with canola oil. Oh, so, uh, I, uh, country crock. Yeah, so it's yeah. got that, it's got that canola oil in it, so it's got a low smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean a whole a high smoke. Uh, yeah, so point. it won't burn. It won't right, burn. It doesn't there. burn, and you get it a little hot, mm-hmm. and then you put the bagel in there, and you kind of smush the bagel down a little bit, so. It gets it gets all it soaks up the butter and it gets all crispy on the on the bottom there. Ugh. Ugh. Stop to stop. stop. You gotta try I it. Wanna, with, I want. You gotta try it with your with your gluten free bagels. I bet it would be really good. I'm gonna go get some country crock. Actually, I might have some in the fridge. I just I, I've been trying to like cooking. I find if I cook with butter, stuff will burn very quickly. That's why I use this stuff. Yeah. 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 Now I've I've been cooking with. Uh, Canola oil, so or not right. canola oil, but uh, vegetable oil, just vegetable something that yeah. that can take that can take it because I've been um, yeah. been using gluten free uh, uh, breadcrumbs and just coating some chicken and doing mm. a quick little little pan fry with that. Oof. Right. Yeah. Oh, throw some hot sauce on it. Oh man, <laughs> now I'm hungry. All I ate was that best of the night, so now I'm hungry. But, <laughs> um, I mean, you got more chickpea pasta. Yep, I do. I, do. I mean, you can't let it go to waste. It's mm. you know, it's no. This is how good of a dad I am. I yeah. am taking it for lunch for the rest of the week. Oh so. wow, you are you are a great dad. You are committed. I would have thrown right. that in the trash the moment yeah. everybody went upstairs. I probably will after one day tomorrow. So we'll see. You will bring it. Goes. You will bring it in, heat it up, and realize how bad it heats up. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you this, but it heats up terribly. I'm not going to heat it up. That's the thing. I, I can eat it cold. I can eat pesto cold. Okay, yeah. pesto. Okay, I was going to say not. It's just pasta. pesto and pasta, so I'll eat it cold. Uh, that sounds well. 
<laughs> Sounds I mean, just as bad as that what you're trying to say. Because it's the pasta. Like I'll just I'll just, just give me the container with the pesto. I'll eat the pesto. Just eat straight pesto. Yeah. It, I'll I'll do that. Give me a slice of bacon with it. I'll be content. Maybe yeah. an egg and throw an egg. Uh, hard boil up some eggs. Yeah, yeah. You got a good meal going there. Yeah, that's coat, pretty good. Coat the egg and bacon with the pesto and throw out that crappy chickpea pasta. Coat the egg and bacon. Uh, no, you, uh, you hard boil your eggs, uh-huh. crush up your hard boiled eggs, throw yeah. the bacon across it and then drizzle the pesto on top. Oh, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, All right. That sounds real bad on the, the old ticker, but man, that sounds really good. That sounds good. That does sound actually really good. <laughs> nice um, big thick piece of bacon. Uh, what? Well, oh, I should have picked up bacon. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what games have you played recently? Um, so I brought or, my Switch to yeah. Maine when we went to Maine, yeah. and I didn't really play. I played, I beat a boss in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Hey, that's something. Uh-huh, yeah. And then that's about it. I really haven't played much. I played Uncharted, but I nice. kind of talked about that on the last episode, and yeah. I, I don't... That I beat Uncharted 2. Are you for, going to move on to 3? I mean, I've played them all. I reviewed 3 back in the day. Um, but come on, but just play through it again. And... I am going to play... I No, I actually started. I started up 3 again. I'm a couple hours into it. So that's about... That's that's all. That's what I've been playing, really. Um, I got but, a question for you. Okay. Since I acquired my new PS5... Yeah. And I slapped a new hard drive onto it. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Super easy to do. So much better than Xbox. What yes. the fuck, Microsoft? Anyways, um, I downloaded Uncharted, uh, you know, uh, the collection and for the Legacy collection. And yeah, I'm Legacy debating, Thieves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I want to play through one again? Um... Like, I haven't since the PS3. No. Yeah? Skip it? I Well, I did when when that collection, when the Nathan Drake collection came out. But, like, I don't know. I, uh, it's, um, hmm. I, if I, sat I love the, the Uncharted screen. games. I don't yeah. know that you do, right? Like the, I love, uh, I haven't. I haven't finished four, but I finished uh, the Lost Legacy. Yeah, that game. Um, yeah, that game is phenomenal. It's also um, but, pretty short. Yeah, that that's exactly what I needed. I think I, I I remember texting you. I'm like, it was the exact like length of a game I needed. I just yeah. needed something that I could just really just pop right, not pop right through because it was like four or five hours, but maybe maybe like six hours. But it was oh man, that was so good. Yeah, so, I just go ahead. You're you just you got that PlayStation Five, um, mm-hmm. and I'm very very excited. But I would not be doing that right now with my brand new PlayStation Five if okay. I were you. Okay. I'm doing it just because I'm in a rut. I should be playing more Elden Ring, but it's just so intimidating. Um. And I'm 40 hours in, and I'm just like, oh, 
It just <laughs> feels like work. <laughs> Ryan, do you think about think playing more of that game? If you put like another ten hours into Eld- uh, Elden Ring, do you? Th- what do you think? I uh, know. I love feel- it. I think it's a friggin' masterpiece. But it's it's just too much for me. It's a little too unwieldy for what I can really handle in my life right now. So un, I went back to Uncharted just because it's like my comfort food, you know? The popcorn. So if you really love Uncharted, then yes. Then go back and play Uncharted 1. Because I think that the way it establishes the relationship between the three main characters of that series, Nate, Elena, and Sully, is really great. And I think the, the story is really still fun and dialogue's excellent. Um, the gameplay gets r- real rough often. Like, there's just a lot of times where I just didn't want to be playing that game. Like, the controls suck. The, the, a lot of the combat scenarios are not fun. Um, just a lot of stuff that did not work in that game. Uncharted 2 is a fucking masterpiece, and, and I love it so much. Um, so, if you want to do it, do it. But if I were you, with brand new PlayStation 5, I know you played Astro, because of course you did, because everybody mm-hmm. who has a PlayStation 5, should, should that should be like the first game you play. Um, Astro's Playroom. I put an hour a week into Astro. That's my Saturday. That's my do, Sunday Saturday morning. Do you do you do any of the time challenges? Oh God, no! Oh, you gotta do them. They're so fun. No, <laughs> no, don't 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 put this hex on me. <laughs> They're so fun. You gotta do it, and you gotta try and compete with my best times. Oh, you're gonna like. Okay, I'll try the uh, next one. I see. I'll try. Because if you get into them, you're just not gonna stop. I know. I know. Um. Uh, but then I would be playing other things like, well, you know I'm going to say Returnal because I I fucking love that game so much. And, and you know what I'm going to say right now. No, I don't. I, I went looking at PS Plus and I was like, oh, wait, you mean I can spend $10 to upgrade my... Yeah, PlayStation Plus, and you know, for the next thirty days, I can yeah. play Returnal. You can okay. play Returnal. You can play Horizon. You can play fucking um, uh, Miles Morales. Yep. You can play. There's a lot of other things on there that you can play that are great. Ghost of Tsushima so, and uh, which that shows. I'm I got I'm playing through Ghost of Tsushima. Um, what a breathtaking game oh my gosh i just i just got another uh fox cave Uh, so charming that should go back to that game too it's so gosh dang charming and like i saw on the ps4 before i got the ps5 uh version of it and it, it is a nice little visual upgrade it really is but so 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 you got playstation plus you upgraded so why not? Why aren't you playing Returnal? And why don't you just play? Returnal? I got. I just. I just got downloaded. I just. I literally just downloaded it uh, before we walked in here. Oh my gosh! All right, great. So here's the <laughs> fun. You are playing Returnal. Jeremy, I've been trying to get him to play Returnal, and he's. I think he's going to. He just finished Final Fantasy 16. So oh, my two besties playing Returnal right now. Now I just need to get. 
Quinn playing it, and then we're we're golden. Do Do you think she could uh she could hang and return? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> her friend. <laughs> no. Her friend no. plays uh, Fortnite, though. Uh, oh. She would hate Eternal, too, by the way. Oh, my God. She'd fucking hate it. She'd be like, this is so boring. Um, her her friend plays... Returnal is the equivalent of the country music that I was tell- talking about last on the last episode. It's right. just a dad game. It definitely is. Um, so her friend plays Fortnite, and she plays it with some other kids in Quinn's school. And the friend's mom we were talking the other day and the girls were right there and we took them to see i took them to see um barbie the barbie movie uh, <gasps> oh my gosh how was it i loved it i thought it was great nice. i, was I can't great. Wait to see it so so then we're talking afterwards and they're like oh you know she plays Fortnite with all her friends she's like she used to play roblox but i hate roblox so i wouldn't let her play that i was like Kill it. that's great that's great good for you <laughs> like yeah I'd, I'd much rather have quinn playing Fortnite. so i don't know i i need to work with the uh, work on coley getting her to allow quinn to play Fortnite so that she can socialize but i don't know that she wants her to play Fortnite. oh come on it's great you can do the dances yeah, there's dance she, there's well, the mom's like, she's like they don't really fight they just stand around and talk and dance <laughs> yeah try on outfits <laughs> like there there is the game and the meta game where you're earning points to unlock stuff for your battle pass like right. there there's that like if you want to take part in that you can but the quiet thing about uh fortnite has always been the social gathering aspect right uh, along and that's the that's what m- takes a game from selling 10 million units to 100 million units yes you know uh well are you saying you don't want to get down with fortnite we can get john cena skins hey i'll play fortnite with you absolutely oh god yeah i i don't <laughs> know if i want to go back to that i i, I got to, out i used to play with uh not often but every once in a while i would play with my nephew who's yeah. now 17 and I think he was embarrassed by me because I was so bad. <laughs> so I think he had like talked me up to his friends because he thought like I was this professional gamer. And then I played Fortnite with them and I think I embarrassed him. I got, and he never I, played with me again. Oh my yeah. God. That's a core memory. We just, just broke out there. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, I can play Fortnite with you and get you good. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm used to just soloing, so this this will be this will be fine. Like like seriously, I don't I don't team with anyone. I usually just solo in games. Oh, me too. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like the I don't play with people I know, and <laughs> but usually I don't play online at all anyway. Yeah. So. Used uh, to. Yeah. When Titan Titanfall Two was hot, that's when I played online a lot. Ah, I'm a poet, and I don't know it. Titanfall Two. Oh. Titanfall 2. Ugh, God, what a good story. You know a game I played a lot online? Two, so there's two games. I mm. really don't play a lot of games online, right? But there have been two games that the online multiplayer really grabbed me. One was Rocket League. Yes, yes. Um, but gotcha. that's, like, obvious, right? Like yeah. that's, a, that's such a good game. But the other 
was Homefront. Oh, wow. Back really? in what? 2011 did that game yeah. come out? Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> multiplayer in that game was freaking brilliant. It was brilliant. As you went, you unlocked perks, right? Just like just like a- any other multiplayer shooter at that time, right? But um the perks you got were so unique and different. Like you got vehicles. Like you could unlock a vehicle. And as you went, they they got bigger. It was a lot like Call of Duty, right? Like the the things you could unlock were were bigger and more complex. But but what I liked the most about it was the way that you could um get points um for doing what you did in the game like you you didn't like in call of duty at least at that time i don't know i haven't played call of duty in forever but at that time you like had to get a kill really to um to get a perk right to get order to get your you have to have a kill streak to get perks right but Homefront, you were just constantly earning points for little things that you did. Like if you got an assist on a kill, or even if you, uh, like you avenge somebody, or you hold a point for for long enough, like you could just be really good at holding a point. Like, like I watched Quinn play um, literal in person capture the flag up in Maine with yeah. like forty kids, and. She was just overwhelmed. She's like, I don't know what the hell to do. So she just stood by the flag and guarded the hell out of it. And she did great. She just, like, didn't let anybody get near it. And you could do that in Homefront. And you didn't have to kill anybody. You were still racking up points towards perks. And you could still get a big perk that would that would turn the tides of the, of the match. And it, it was great. I loved like, it. I, it was like holding objectives, uh, holding yeah. points, or yeah. That, I know that that doesn't do that. I know or that didn't other do that games then. do that. Like Battlefront does that, and and other games do that, right? But Homefront did it just different. I there was something about Homefront that just really clicked with me, and I loved it. I loved it. Oh, how I, did I, you fall into Homefront? That's so random. I liked the game. I liked the oh. single player. I didn't love the single player, but I liked it enough. And then I got into the multiplayer, and just it just grabbed me. I don't know. It just worked for me. Yeah. That's fair. To each their own. Like especially if you have good multiplayer systems and a good community. Like uh, to this point, like I I still think there are servers or homegrown servers for the PC side of Homefront. Like I think people still play it. Like like I those think. guys, that team start. They they were big they, they had a lot of experience in multiplayer pc shooters they did a lot of modding um they started as a mod team for um a dust mod holy I, crap I really yeah and then and then they went on to do other shit and and eventually homefront yeah, Chaos Studios, R.I.P. 
R.I.P. Pour one out for them. Ugh. Anyway. That, that was literally that. That was that for them. Uh, I'll, yeah, that, not that to end good. it on a on a dour note, but you know, <laughs> that's okay. That's, yeah. that's okay. It, it was good times to be had, but the memories of the game still remain, and that's what's important. So, Joe, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me, and I'm glad that we could we could uh, I don't know just nerd out about video games and wrestling and home ownership. Home ownership. Oh, yeah, I can come back. I got like 15 more stories of how I either almost died because of somebody doing something to this house or. (sighs) (laughs) What's what's. Oh, I know. Oh, which one? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what the title for this episode is going to be. I always have to put some thought into that. But I think I know. Danger home ownership. No, no, it's got to have something to do with kayfabe. Cafe. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll be surprised <laughs> when I see it pop up in my feed. Okay, cool. And I, and I'll see you soon. I'll see you at Retro World Expo in Hartford, Connecticut, August yeah. 26th and 27th. Be there or be there. I need to work on my uh, persona. Oh, don't worry. I I got plenty um, of personality for both of us. You just gotta bring your voice down a little bit. Get a little rowdy with it. Mm-hmm. Do do the refs have personas? Uh no, the refs try to be like a, an invisible third man. Uh, okay. Some referees will, that. yeah, you be the invisible third man. And you enforce stuff. Um, right. They're uh, they're like the play by play, keeping the story going Don't in the they ring. Sometimes get like involved and get. Uh, oh yeah, um, shit too. The Montreal screw job was because a referee uh, did their job a little too well and listened to the people. Uh. Paying their jobs instead of doing what's right for the business. Uh huh. Just like uh, like Donaghy, the the NBA ref. Tim yes. Donaghy. Oh my God. Yes. Just pulled that name out of the recess of my brain. Just like Tim Donaghy. <laughs> Wait. All right, Joe. I gotta uh, go. All right. Have a good night. You too. And I'll text you about the deets. All right, that works. Right. I, it's still recording either way, so I'm just going to click the... I'll I'll wait for you to do the thing. Yes. For shizzle, so, my glizzle. For shizzle, my glizzle, don't trip on any... Uh, thorn bushes? But, yeah, please don't trip into any thorn bushes, <laughs> please. Please don't. Oh, God. Oh, oh uh, my... One of the thorn bushes uh, took out one of my roles of weed whacker. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, line. No. I hate yeah. those. I hate them so much. I had to go out there with my uh, my big hedge trimmers and just like attack them. Yeah. I, I hate them. All right. Uh, have All a right. great night, Daniel. I'll talk right, to you. you too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm stopping recording. Yeah.